Hello, friends, and welcome to the PrepWell podcast. I'm your host, Phil Black. And if you have an 8th, 9th, or 10th grader with big aspirations, like the Ivy League or military service academies like West Point, ROTC, or athletic scholarships, boom, you've come to the right place. My specialty, my superpower, if you will, is preparing families for these competitive programs. I'll teach you what your child should do, when they should do it, and how you can help. So stick around and prepare to out-prepare. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the PrepWell podcast. In today's episode, I want to make the argument that the combination of today's crazy admissions environment, along with the insane cost of attending college, will be a net positive for families going forward. In other words, all of this craziness might be for the better. Now, you may be wondering, how can that be? The admissions process seems to be getting asymptotically close to being completely random. The cost of attendance seems to come in only two flavors, $55,000 a year for an in-state public school or $85,000 a year for an out-of-state private school with really nothing in between. How could this possibly be a good thing? I'm glad you asked. For one, these developments, which are discussed more publicly these days, are capturing people's attention in a very big way. People are noticing what's happening. They may not like what they see, but they're noticing. It used to be not long ago that many students and families took this process very casually. They took it for granted because it seemed like at the end of the day, most students got into a college where they wanted to go within reason. The cost was doable and everyone went their merry way. That's not happening anymore. Gone are the days that you would apply to Princeton as a REACH school, which had a 10% admit rate, not get in, and simply shift your focus to a group of more realistic schools that you got into, like Boston College or Bowdoin or Amherst, which had acceptance rates in the 20 to 30% range. That's not happening anymore. Boston College used to admit 30% of applicants. Now it's below 20%. Amherst used to accept 20% of their applicants. Now they're in the single digits. They're at 8%. These types of schools, a notch below the Ivies in selectivity, they used to be givens for your average, highly motivated student. That's not the case anymore. And to compound this conundrum, parents are waking up to the fact that most out-of-state private colleges cost in the ballpark of $85,000 a year. And the fallback of your old reliable state school is not exactly chump change at $40,000 a year. The combination of these two factors has caused students and parents alike to pay a lot more attention to what's going on. Getting into a reputable college that has some brand recognition and a strong national reputation it's no joke anymore. You can't just go through the motions and expect to get admitted into selective schools anymore. This trend has been building for years, and I've been trying my best to ring the bell and to raise awareness, and now it's really gotten to the next level. And I'm not even talking about the Yales and the Harvards and the Stanfords of the world. 
those schools are now untouchable. I'm talking about 20 or 30 schools deep down the line of selectivity. And the thought of paying $85,000 a year or more for schools out of the top 20 or 30 schools in many of the rankings has people scratching their heads or worse. Many families are going back to the drawing board and rethinking about what exactly they should do, as they should. So with all of this as a backdrop, how could this possibly be construed as a positive? Well, the fact that students and families are now paying closer attention to the process earlier and earlier is a big plus. This has been my mantra for the last eight years. This is why Preppel Academy starts after eighth grade graduation. This is why you can't enroll in Preppel Academy after sophomore year, because in my opinion, it's too late by then for serious students. It used to be that your typical above-average student who paid scant attention to the college admissions process would still somehow get into a quote-unquote good college, but with no plan and no purpose and a very underdeveloped idea about what they wanted to study in college or do with their lives, they just muddled through, got their degree, and hoped for the best. And if you wanted to major in environmental justice or gender studies or tourism, go for it. Knock yourself out. And that's been happening for the last decade. But now things have changed. Because at $85,000 a year, at a middling private liberal arts college, in the rankings at least, this laid-back, whatever-happens-happens, undisciplined approach, it doesn't fly anymore. The stakes are too high. And if you wind up getting into a college that doesn't show well in the rankings, and you're still paying $85,000 a year for a degree in racial studies, then everyone starts to wonder what the hell is going on and whether or not it's even worth it. Is the gig up? With this type of awakening, I hope, students and families are thinking harder about how to approach this process, when to approach the process, and how to optimize the process given their specific circumstances. Now, what does this mean in practical terms? What behaviors might we see coming out of this? Well, maybe, hopefully, to be more competitive, students will start paying attention to their academic performance in middle school and in 9th and 10th grade instead of waiting until 11th and 12th grade. Maybe students will come to realize that the test optional policy for SAT and ACT tests is not an invitation to be lazy. It's not a reason or an excuse not to put in the time and the effort to study for these tests and to do the very best you can. Not submitting an SAT or an ACT score is duly noted by the admissions officer, as much as they claim that it won't influence them. And it doesn't necessarily help your cause. And in many cases, it might hurt your cause. Maybe, if sports are your thing, students and families will take my advice and start thinking about their chances of becoming a recruited athlete in 8th and ninth grade, instead of waiting to have this conversation in 11th grade or later when it's too late. Maybe the obscenely low admissions rates, 3 and 4% for the Ivies, and the low teens for the near Ivies, 
Maybe this is forcing students to think more strategically about where to apply. Instead of assuming that if they apply to the top 20 schools, that surely they'll get into at least one of them, I wouldn't count on it. Maybe more students will consider applying for ROTC scholarships and to service academies, like West Point and the Naval Academy, the Air Force Academy, which eliminate nearly all worries about affordability. Every student at the service academies, for example, receives a 100% full-ride scholarship. They get paid a stipend to go to school, and they automatically get a job for their first five years after graduation, making $70,000, $100,000 a year. Maybe now, with the clownish cost of many colleges, more students will consider the community college route, where the cost is much more reasonable. People used to think going to a community college was a cop-out or a sign that you couldn't hang, you couldn't get into a real four-year college. Well, that stigma is now being turned on its head. The community college kids are now seen as the smart ones who aren't being fleeced by the $85,000 a year mid-tier private four-year colleges. It's becoming fashionable to go to the community colleges. Maybe, even if a student has the financial resources to go to an expensive college, the exorbitant cost will give them reason to spend more time thinking about what they might want to accomplish there, what they might want to major in, what type of career they might want to pursue. In the old days, this wasn't a big priority. Freshmen would roll into campus and in their dorms and they'd just wing it for four years. These days, it's too expensive to be so cavalier, to be so flippant. You should have a plan going in. Maybe some students will opt for trade schools where they can apprentice as a plumber or an electrician and learn an actual skill that they can use in an actual job where they make actual money by providing an actual service. I know, that sounds crazy, right? The reason I think the current environment as crazy as it is may be just what the doctor ordered is because we needed something to pull us all out of our college admission stupor. We needed something to get our attention, something to cause us to think differently. Because a more slow and gradual descent into such insanity may have gone unnoticed. It's like the old apologue of slowly boiling that frog. The slow and gradual increase in the temperature doesn't ever get the full attention of the frog until it's too late and the frog is boiled alive. I'm hoping that what we're experiencing today in college admissions, on so many different levels, will serve as the boiling water that will get our attention now and cause us to jump out of the pot. And I hope that Preppel Academy will give you the tools and the insights and the timing that will help you chart your new course. That's all I've got for you today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the continued support. If you know a parent with an 8th grader, ninth grader, 10th grader, 11th grader in high school that might find this helpful, please share the episode with them. You can do that by finding the small box with the tiny arrow pointing up. That's the share button. Click that button. Text your friends a link to this episode with a little personal note from you recommending that they give it a listen. Of course, if you have questions, comments, or an idea for an upcoming episode, please don't hesitate. Reach out to me by email, DM me on Instagram, check out our blog, Facebook, connect with me on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you. 
Until next week, goodbye, good luck, and never stop preparing. This podcast is brought to you by PrepWell Academy. PrepWell Academy is my one-of-a-kind online mentoring program that delivers to your ninth or 10th grader a short, highly relevant video from me every week, every Sunday, in fact, where I give them a heads up about what they should be thinking about to stay ahead of the game. To get these valuable lessons into your child's hands, please head over to PrepWellAcademy.com and enroll your child today.